Hey, Moody. You know what day it is? I'm trying to think of something funny, and my mind is not there. <laughs> what day is it? I believe it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, you literally were just asking me and just saying the literal, <laughs> the, the literal day. <laughs> Hey, it's okay. I'm thrilled to be here again on Plurality, a podcast about beautiful music and beautiful people with episodes every other Wednesday. I'm joined by DJ E Mood. What's up, Aaron? Chillin' like a villain. Actually, I didn't even know what day it was. So even if I did try to give you the literal day, I'm not sure I'd get it right. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I was just saying yesterday I hung out with Alan. We cleaned out the inside of the bus, getting it ready for some more gigs coming up in the, the warmer season. So yeah, lots to look forward to. Mm, some big names maybe have reached out to possibly play on the bus. We don't have to release anything, but it's exciting. Possibly, possibly, yes. There has been some interest, it seems. Some talks. I'm very excited. And I'm excited for today's episode, episode number 20, 10 months since we've been doing this. How about that? Oh my God, we're almost at our one year. We're almost at our one year. We should do it up. We should do it up. And we're going to do it up today with a drop of the week. We are going to do for our next guest for segment number two, and we're going to close out with a new segment called Name That Noise where we're just going to play a noise that we like because EDM is just noises, basically, that we like. Pretty much. Yes, sir. What's your <laughs> drop of the week? My drop of the week. Drop of the week. It's by an artist I just saw over the weekend, Odd Mob. Oh, I saw some videos from that set. It looked pretty bomb. Stellar, stellar vibes. He threw down hella insane drum and bass. We only caught the last like 40 minutes of his set because one of our other city soul DJs, Branquino, was opening in the hall in the main room for Shouse, who did All I Need is Your Love Tonight. And then everyone ever remixed it. Legit. Yeah, no one knew who Shouse was until <laughs> everyone and their mother remixed that song. Also, the original is not, I mean, it's an electronic song. Like ish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, we went to support Branquino and it was awesome. Like she had her own green room. She took us back in the green room. It was a lot of fun. And then she was like, oh, let's go to Odd Mob. Because for those of you who don't know elsewhere, it's a venue in Brooklyn. It has three different rooms. And when you buy the one ticket to go, you have access to all three rooms. Oh, that is dope. It's very cool. And I am actually playing there Ooh. April 7th with... Branquino and another City Soul DJ, Remnik. Yo, City Soul is kind of popping off right now. Heck yeah. We are playing in the loft. So I'm very excited. This is my first time playing there. It's been one of the venues at the top of my list to check out. Or, well, I mean, not to check out, to just to play myself. So we're going to check. check check that box off the list. And yeah, so anyway, back to Odd Mob. He is so dope. And this song is actually a remix that he made. The track is called Big City Life Odd Mob Remix by Lude and Matafix. I always get a little extra excited when I have no idea what the song's gonna sound like. This one's a banger. Let's get it. <laughs>
Oh my god, it's so good. Mm. I was really stoked to hear that track live because it's one of my favorite songs by him. Literally, it was the first song that he played when we walked into the room. I was like, yeah, perfect timing. Like, that was <laughs> stars aligning for sure. So let's talk about Odd Mob. Uh, shall we? Formerly a DJ producer duo consisting of Harry Hope and Robbie Jacobs from Brisbane, Australia. Mm. Robbie actually left the duo in 2017, but Harry decided to continue making music under Odd Mob as a solo project, and he's been doing so ever since. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yeah, yeah. Odd Mob released their first single, The Tribe, in 2013, followed by their debut EP titled Diverse Universe, which was released in October 2015. The following year, Odd Mob released a track called Into You, featuring fellow Australian singer-songwriter Starly, which topped the Aria Club tracks for seven weeks. The song uses lyrics from a 1998 R&B song titled So Into You by Canadian singer Tamia. If anyone knows a track that came out by Fabulous, the rapper, and Ashanti called Into You, that was the song. It came out in 2003. Ashanti has some throwback bangers. I thought that was the originating of that track, but apparently it's actually an R&B song from 98 by some Canadian singer called Tamia. Who knew? Not I. So Odd Mob. They went and made their own track, and it did phenomenally on the charts. And if you want to describe what their sound is like, they personally describe their music as genre-defying. When I listen to it, I can't really describe it. So I was, like, searching high and low all over the internet to see if anyone, like, was putting any specific genres on them. They're divergent. Yeah, I feel that. They just call it dance electronica music. So there you go. Odd Mob. Check them out. Does it all. Can't speak highly enough about seeing him live. Harry fucking throws down, man. If you like drum and bass, you'll be skanking all night. There's nothing like showing up to a set midway through and immediately hearing a song you absolutely love. That's one of the best experiences life has to offer. It threw me right into the, the good vibes. Also, in that room, it's called Zone 1. In the back, there is a, a strobe wall, like a wall of just like light panels. Ooh. And the the lighting people can like, you know, change it to do different effects. But when it does, when it strobes, I'm just like a kid in a candy store. I fucking love it. <laughs> Big shout out to the lighting people in the industry because yeah. they really are the backbone of our entertainment. Laser people, light people, shout out y'all. Couldn't agree more. Actually, the lighting guy during Brian set, I didn't realize he had his like the programming equipment like right next to her. He was like two feet away from her. They're sharing the same table. There were points where they would like talk to each other. So I think they were giving each other like notes on like when to do various things. I love that. Definitely check out elsewhere if you're ever in New York. I will definitely have to visit it with you, whether you're performing or not one day. Mm -hmm. What do you got for us this week, Mikey? I have a song called uh, Restraint by Wooly and Calcium. If you had to guess what genre we're delving into here, what would you say? Uh, maybe breaking your neck music? <laughs> <laughs> Get your neck brace! <laughs> a spot on, my dear friend. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's get after it, y'all. Let's hear it.
I love dubstep. Um, so <laughs> we've talked about Willie on this podcast. I'm going to talk about Calcium a little bit, aka Adam Cooley, originally from Ohio, now based in Texas, began releasing music in 2018 and has seen support from Excision, Septronics, Liquid Stranger, Slushy, in addition to collabs with Kazo, Sullivan King, BTSM, Peekaboo, Dion Timmer, and more. So somebody that's been in the mix a little bit. If I had to describe what style of music Calcium brings to the table, I would say it's like when, uh, I don't you ever help anybody move and you go to like pick up a box and you're like, oh, this one's a little heavy. I don't know if I'm going to make it up the stairs with this one, <laughs> but you power through and you're glad you did. Up your four flights of stairs. <laughs> but yes, heavy, dubstep, rhythm, got the zhuzh. So that's, that's what I brought today. And thank you for listening to it with me, Moody and Plurbies. I love it. Calcium is also a good name because if your music is crunchy, like that cereal needs some milk, baby, some calcium up in there. <laughs> I need some milk. <laughs> <laughs> Although I generally don't drink cow's milk anymore. I drink oat milk. I'm an oat milk drinker as well. I recently made the switch from almond milk to, I don't know, try to save the environment. Almonds apparently use a lot of water. Oh, I didn't know that. But I guess that makes sense because almonds are really tough compared to oats. I do like almond milk, but like with the all around taste, I think I, I prefer oat. I recently learned about oat milk and I don't want to turn you off on oat okay. milk because I'm going to continue drinking oat milk. But a lot of oat milk does have canola oil in it to make it creamier. Okay. I have one that only has sunflower oil in it, which makes me feel slightly better, even though I don't really know much about oils. I just know that canola feels like not the best one. <laughs> we usually get the same one from Trader Joe's, so I'll have to read the box next time I have it. I feel like Trader Joe's is a safe a safe place. Yeah, usually when we, for cooking, we use uh, grapeseed oil mm, as the oil there we you use. Go. Or vegan butter. Mm -hmm. I digress. Anywho, this has been a great discussion <laughs> on oat milk. To conclude, a drop of the week. And we're going to go right into segment number two. I'm excited for this one. We haven't done this one in a little bit. For our next guest, where we just invite somebody on the podcast. So let's do it. Let's send out some invitations. Let's lick some envelopes. Let's throw some feelers out there. Let's do it. So the person I decided to talk about in this segment, we have talked about before. But I felt like they deserved some more time dedicated to them on the pod because there are so many layers to this person, both as an individual and as a DJ, producer, songwriter. Honestly, I think I think they'd be down. I think they'd be down. Just, just throwing it out there. So I'm going to play a song real quick because I know y'all thought that the last episode was was all we were going to talk about Skrillex, but alas, Sunny Moore's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's much, much more. <laughs> we're going to add Skrillex to the list of Barbara Streisand and... Miss Cream and Miss Cream <laughs> <laughs> and Sunny Moore and Sunny Moore. So, uh, more Kismet last week put out an edit pack on their SoundCloud called Unicorn Magic Volume One. Yeah, thank you for sending it to me. Oh hell yeah! There are four tracks. They are all flips that Moore did of I would say pretty big songs. 
Also, the, the songs go back like decades. <laughs> Quite the <laughs> variety. And they are all spicy. Hell yeah. I appreciate it so much. Both the songs that they chose and how they flipped them. This one that we are going to play is the first track on the edit pack, which is by our homie Skrillex. It's Ratata. The more kismet reboot with Skrillex, Missy Elliott, and Mr. Oizo. They have such a distinct sound. Oh, it's so impressive. It's so impressive. And they're 18. They are literally 18 years old. It's crazy. <laughs> it's beyond crazy. It's so crazy. So impressive. And I've seen them live, what, twice now. And each time I'm just like amazed by how freaking talented and awesome that they are. So we are going to get into it. Oh, well, first of all, the other three tracks on the edit pack mm. are Martin Garrick's Animals. Like a G6, Far East Movement, The Cataracts in Dev. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> that one, I really love that one. I know, that one was so good. <laughs> it gets hella trappy. Um, and then Ghost Voices by Virtual Self. So as Mikey said before, like these are all like very different songs. I know, you said this to me and I was like, this is about to be an experience. Truly, like I super adore their original tunes, but like after hearing their remixes, I'm like, dude, you just need to like remix every song ever made. <laughs> Give us a little more. Unicorn Magic Volume 2, 3, 4, and beyond. Every flip. Absolutely. So, more Kismet. Their legal name is Omar Davis. They are a non-binary DJ songwriter producer who has gained insane notoriety ever since they competed as a 14-year-old beat battle finalist at 8 Tracks Goldie Awards in 2019. I like actually watched a video of them competing in the finals and they played two of their their songs that they've produced and while i was watching it i think i saw alice in wonderland sitting like in the crowd like her mind just like being blown <laughs> she's like arms all flailing every which way i love that and i was like yes allison and that totally makes sense recognizing talent absolutely I'm trying to remember oh yeah more opened for allison at red rocks oh that's cool i think in 2021 yes I can't wait for you to open for Allison at Red Rocks. That's going to be really cool. Right? I can't wait to headline at Red Rocks. Yeah, that's, that's going to be so dope. <laughs> and on that note, in 2021, Moore was the youngest person to ever perform at EDC Las Vegas, Red Rocks, and Lollapalooza. That's, like, huge. That's groundbreaking. Like, are you kidding me? Two massive festivals, and then Red Rocks, like, one of the most iconic venues, at least in the United States. In North America. Yeah, exactly. So, like, wow. At, at the time, in 2021, they would have been 16. <laughs> when I was 16, like, I was just playing basketball, like, <laughs> trying to not fail <laughs> math class. Like, 
they are a self-described unicorn of the bass scene and Moore's tunes vary from dubstep to trap to future bass, but I mean, you can call it so many things. They are in their own league. And I'd also say that they have like a similar sound to color bass, like what Chime and A5 are doing. Is it like trappy color bass? Exactly. It's like trappy color bass. Like that's the best way that I could describe it. And then on the flip side of that, they are also an outspoken advocate for mental health. Existing as a black, non-binary, pansexual teen was extremely difficult for them, and it's something that they openly speak about. Their debut album, Universe, describes Moore's journey to radical self-acceptance while going through high school. The lead single, titled Rumor, was written the night that they tried to commit suicide for the first time. And that would have been when they were, like, 14. So just, like, hearing that note alone <laughs> and then listening to the song because i also didn't know I, i've heard the song before and i love it it's been on revival before <laughs> this is like, <laughs> like heavy shit oh my it's gosh. heavy shit it's heavy Ooh. shit like i said I, I knew that song i love that song I, but i didn't know that fact about it until today so now i just love it even more because they describe it as it being about the homophobia, transphobia, and severe bullying that they experience in school after coming out. I think we should just play the song and, and everyone can like listen to it for themselves. Cause have you heard the song rumor? Let's play it and find out. Let's play it. I'm ready to be hurt again. <laughs> so they did this track with a vocalist named Win, stylized all caps, W-Y-N. Okay, I'm ready. Oh yes, I do know this one. It's just phenomenally put together. A 14-year-old wrote that song? A 14-year-old. <laughs> the lyrics, when I was listening to it today, I was just like honing in on the lyrics. And when Wynn says, how can we help you? That was the worst part. I imagine what they're saying there is who they fought were their friends or maybe weren't their friends. How can we help you not be who you are? Oh, God. Hits me in the heart. Really, really hits me in the heart. Yeah, but, but that's where I'm going to leave it off. 
<laughs> I didn't have anything else to say after that. Um, other than more, you are a fantastically wonderful human. I'm so happy that you are still here to share your talent with the world. And we would love nothing more than to have you on the podcast and chat with you. More, you are invited on the podcast. Officially. That was amazing. Thank you so much for collecting all that information, sharing all that information. I appreciated it. You're welcome. And I'm just like sitting here in awe of like, like some people just have so much talent inside of them. They just can't help <laughs> but just being excellent, you know? Truly. And like just listening to their, or when I was reading through the interviews that they had done with various like DJ Mag and, you know, other outlets, they just like seem like so wise beyond their years, beyond the music, like just talking as a human. They had to grow up so early, like dealing with a lot of that difficult stuff and then being in the public spotlight at a young age and all that comes with that as well like that'll make you grow up 100 percent. and I, I just think it's so awesome that they were able to come out as non-binary i mean i assume it happened maybe not just like a little bit before that like when they were 13 like when i was 13 i came out as gay but I didn't know I was gender fluid until I was 30. So like to just think about like knowing that you're both queer and our friend says that they are gender retired. <laughs> I love that so much. They said it to us the other day and I was like, yes, gender retired. That's that. a really funny expression. <laughs> so to find out that you're gender retired and to find out that, you know, oh, they identify as pansexual. So they're into everyone, no matter what, just as long as the vibes are there, you know? If I had had those terms at that age, I don't know, I, it would just be cool to like, See what your journey may have been. Yeah, like how more sped up it could have been. Yeah. Not to say that I regret anything in my life. I think it all happened the way that it should have for a reason. Oh, but it's just interesting to think about. For sure. Especially with like the younger generations and how they have all this information at their yeah. fingertips more so than we did. So oh, love it. Fascinating. Beautiful. High quality noises. High quality noises. <laughs> I'm excited for who you're, you're giving us. I'm excited too, because Mr. Disco Lines. You're giving us lines of disco. Please come on the podcast, because I have questions. I need some answers. Disco Lines, real name Thaddeus Labushevsky. <laughs> and to be honest, you don't look like a Labushevsky. What's the origin there? Is that Polish? It sounds Polish. He doesn't look Polish. Maybe it's a, it's a family name. Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Familyhistoryancestry.com. Are you on his Ancestry.com right now? No, I'm just looking <laughs> at Google. <laughs> Anything that ends in Shevsky, I just kind of assume is Polish. I'm about it. Anywho, Thaddeus is a Boulder native that's in Colorado, has been releasing music in 2019, first really started popping off in 2020 thanks to TikTok in a remix he did of Taylor Swift's Love Story. Taylor Swift is actually one of his favorite all-time artists. He said in an interview that was the number one artist he would like to collab with. So, Taylor, I know you're one of our devoted listeners. Please give Mr. Disco a chance because <laughs> you guys would make a disgusting tech house banger. I definitely want that. Absolutely. Absolutely, right? He fell in love with EDM sneaking into shows with a fake ID at 13. <laughs> but I'm just honestly going to speak directly to Thaddeus because these are the questions I want answered. I was Googling your name, Lebushevsky, to see where it was from. I found your LinkedIn. You're presently a software engineer at Fanatics. <laughs> are you working remote? How does that 
kind of jive with your DJ producer schedule? Like, do they know you're traveling the world? Because kudos to them for being so cool with it. That's an amazing setup you got. I'm jealous, my friend. Considering he was able to sneak into shows at 13, it sounds like he could do anything, maybe. <laughs> it seems very doable. <laughs> is a Pop-Tart just a type of ravioli? This is a question that haunts me on a daily basis. Um, according to his website, he's a self-proclaimed industry-leading amateur dolphin expert. So what is the best dolphin movie? Is it Dolphin Tale or is it Flipper? Well, that's funny that you say Dolphin Tale because my younger brother was an actor in that movie. <laughs> what? I was going to say Flipper, but I might have to flip and say Dolphin Tale. Yeah, he was in both the Dolphin Tale and the sequel. What like character was he? He was the stand-in for the lead character, the boy who finds Winter. And yeah, Kevin is an actor and he auditioned for the part and he got it because he looked very similar to um, Nathan Gamble, the lead in that movie. And yeah, he was his stand-in for the entire movie, both, both the first and the second. And there are parts that you actually see Kevin too in the movie because he was also an extra. There's one point in the second film, like at the very end, where he's like part of like a little class that's doing a field trip to the aquarium and you see him standing there like at the glass. It's cute. So Thaddeus, what did you think of Moody's brother's performance <laughs> if you're an industry-leading dolphin expert? You saw the back of his head, you saw his arms. What did you think? <laughs> That's so random. I love that. Yeah, it is random. <laughs> also, Thaddeus, could we be related? We kind of look more alike than any other DJ that I know, especially if I throw on this bucket hat. Uh, let me see what he looks like. Oh, yeah. You do look similar. You need a dad hat, too. Do you have one? Like a... Kind of? Kind of. Yeah, I see it. You look similar. I'll just put some like sunglasses on, take my shirt off, point somewhere in the distance. That could be disco lines. We should do this at a festival that he's playing at. We should like intentionally dress you up like him. Dress me up as disco lines? Yeah, like on whatever day he's playing. You should like look through all of his outfits and like pick one that looks like him. <laughs> Just dress up as him? Yeah. Maybe I'll do a disco lines outfit for Forrest because he's coming. You can wear like a disco ball around your, like a chain. Oh my gosh, I needed outfit ideas. This is perfect. There you go. He's a big hat guy. So like I wanted to get like a hat rankings. Beanie, dad hat, is that what you called it? Yeah. Or bucket hat. So dad hat, bucket hat, beanie, what's the hierarchy here? How do you feel about visors? Let us know. Listen, I could bring you a visor. I've got a nice ping visor that I use when I golf. Nice. I didn't know that you golfed. Not well. <laughs> I like to get out there and whack the ball around. I wear a visor because Bubba Watson is, uh, I'm a lefty. He's known as the lefty. Well, and Phil Mickelson, but Bubba Watson, the lefty, is a big visor guy, so... Got to represent for our fellow left-handed golfers. Even though you're not really a golfer. <laughs> Listen, I shot a 90 once, which is a respectable score. Nice. But no, I'm not going to win any competitions. Like, if I'm part of your scramble, I'll hit a couple great shots and, like, hope we have some other talented people on the team. Have you ever gotten a hole-in-one before? I haven't even gotten a hole-in-two before. <laughs> You've never gotten a birdie? Not a par three. Gotcha. I birdied, like, four or five times, but par fours and fives. Nice. Just because I can hit it so freaking far. That's my only thing. It usually doesn't end up on the correct hole. It's usually maybe on like the hole to the right or to the left, but it goes far. And when it is on the right hole, whew, you best believe I'm feeling good. That's good for you because whenever I've played, I can neither go far nor <laughs> the right <Accurate>. direction. <laughs> but how's your short game? Yeah. Well, Decent short game? 
I don't know that I've ever even played. Mini golf? Are you solid? I was going to say mini golf, yes. I can putt like no other. So we might be a good team. I'll just hit the drivers, punch it up there, and you can close it out. There you go. And I'll, I'll get it out of the sand for you, too, if you ever get Ooh. in the sand traps. <laughs> I'll get it in the sand traps, all right. There you go. <laughs> uh, last thing I wanted to ask Thaddeus, because did you know that his banger song, Baby Girl, that's actually the one we're going to play. Every version of this song is mwah. I agree. So Thaddeus made this song in an airport. That's awesome. So I just kind of want a look into what the vibes were. What's your airport style? What's the airport steez? Are you a coffee guy? You like stop at the Jamba Juice maybe when the inspiration went off? Or were you just like cruising down the moving walkway? You saw like a cutie coming the other way and just boom, musical notes in your head. Yeah. Are you like a Sprite or a ginger ale guy perhaps? <laughs> I want to know who he wrote the song about at the airport. <laughs> oh, 100%. Who at the airport and did you get their Instagram and what is it? <laughs> also, the sample at the end of this, Oh Baby a Triple. I hadn't heard that in so long and it made me so happy. This was the soundtrack of me and the boys ski week in February. So thanks, Mr. Disco, for that one. Also, I don't know if you saw Thaddeus did a little set in a gondola at a ski resort. This man is everywhere. He's in Fort Lauderdale right now. He was in New York City last night. He was in like Spain or something. Like He literally was on a ski lift in a gondola. He had security. There was a guy outside with a security shirt and they were like, are you here for the show? And they were like, I mean, we're here to ski. Okay. And then they get in and just vibe on the gondola. <laughs> That's so, oh, so it's like one of those car things. It's essentially a ski lift, but it's enclosed and a little bit bigger. So like six, seven, eight people can squeeze in there. But he had a little table and like he had his little decks and his laptop right here and was playing techno and tequila. Go off, that is. You know that one? Uh, I don't think I know that one, no. Techno and tequila. Techno and tequila. Very good combination, techno and tequila. Techno and tequila, I can't even see ya. Techno and tequila, I really wanna feel ya. Just serving beats. Techno and tequila, I can't even see. 
All right, I could listen to Disco Lines all day. Shout out to my boy, Johnny Full Send Folsom, for originally putting me onto this tune. When we were going to uh, Wooly at EDC, we walked by Disco Lines. I almost bailed on Wooly. The sounds that were coming from that stage were so nice, but we'd already committed as a group to go to Wooly, so I was like, okay. I know, it was a tough one. Because mm. you and Vanna were in front of Frenchie and I by like a few steps, and I saw you guys looking that way. I didn't even realize that that was what you were like doing, was like hearing the Disco Lines music until we got up to where you guys had just been, and we heard it, and then I was like, who is that? <laughs> like, oh, damn. Oh. Some funky stuff going on over there at Stereo Bloom. Baby girl. Last time I saw Vanna, I like shook her hand and said, we're going to see Disco Lines at E-Forest. Regardless of the conflict, like, we will be there. Just letting you know. FYI. Also, you have to be dressed like him when you go, so. Oh, I'm <laughs> planning a whole Disco Lines outfit now. I can't wait for all the footage. Yeah, I'll try to get creative. <laughs> um, you trying? in quotes to be creative is, is hysterical <laughs> to me are you kidding me you're like you're one of the most creative people i know with your outfits Stop. with your content with your overall talent in life okay that's enough of that thank you very much you're yeah, so yeah. Sweet. you're not trying you're doing oh, it thanks I'm excited. I, you literally just gave me an idea for an outfit and I've like low-key been stressing. We're like four or three months away and I don't really have my outfits planned and it's Electric Forest. I think I'm going to bring the duckies back for a day. But other than that, I had no plans. You're going to get another balloon? I don't know. I enjoyed the balloon, but it was also... A burden. <laughs> a burden to carry around everywhere. Especially because it didn't have helium in it. <laughs> no, and it kept like deflating after like two hours not even so yeah he was fun though he did attract a lot of attention <laughs> <laughs> that is uh for our next guest so hopefully maybe maybe we'll be seeing some guests on the pod soon now we're gonna close out with a new one name that noise where we're just gonna play a noise that particularly tickles our brain and Moody is going to kick us off. I'm going to kick us off. And for those who don't know the backstory of but where the inspiration came for this, there was a TikTok that Mikey sent me. Yes, their handles are at Base Bay Daniel and at Tactical Nuke Music were the people in the TikTok that we saw. Shout out to them for the idea. Thanks, homies. So when Mikey sent me that TikTok, I was like, oh my God, I love this. We took two different approaches to this segment. <laughs> Because in the TikTok, they're talking about specific sounds that you hear by a producer in like multiple songs, right? Was that it? That was the gist. But you know what? There are no rules, Moody. You do what you want, honey. There are no rules. I'm just explaining. My my <laughs> songs are going to be just little snippets of sounds that I really, really fuck with. So here we go. My ears are ready. Heck yeah. So I'm going to start with the comment that all four of these songs are fire <laughs> and if you're listening to this podcast you need to listen to the full song of all four of these songs because they are extremely different from one another and i have so much love for all of them so here we go i'm just gonna go ahead and save them so i can come back to them later yes okay you ready i'm so ready a vocal edit Oh, come on, man. 
on. Come on, son. The stutters. That is just, oh. That's a good stutter. That's a high quality stutter. Dude, that is a remix of a Mike Snow song called Sylvia. And the person who remixed it is Robo Burgett. I think that's how you say it. Robobergay. Oh, or that. Robobergay. 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 I'm going to go with Robobergay. Robobergay. I like that. Robobergay remix by Mike Snow. Anyway, you get it. <laughs> Great noise. Thank you. Next one. I played this song at a venue called Tilt BK, which no longer exists in Brooklyn. It was in a basement and it was just just like magical little cave. <laughs> that set was for Halloween. It was a Halloween party. And at the time, it was the biggest crowd I had ever played to. And this was one of the first songs I played and I fucking loved it so much. So this one is On the Run by Nico the Kid. Man, the playlist for this episode is going to go so hard. Yeah, it's going to be good. I want to know how to make that sound so bad. (laughs) Yo, if you start making that sound... Game over. We're going to the moon. Oh, we're going way past the moon, baby. So yeah, that's my second one. Number two. My third one. I'm just going to play it. Here you go. That is so many noises. Sorry, I should... Hold on, hold on. No, that was great. I should have given it more time to breathe. I think that's exactly what this segment is about, is what just happened. (laughs) Let me just back it up a little bit. Somehow, like, watery, but, like, airy at the same time? Yep. Ooh, so much depth. Mm. That was a tune that I found right after a tumultuous breakup. And if you listen to the whole thing, the the song is about, like... It just made you forget about that person entirely. You were just healed <laughs> from that day forward. Exactly. In the chorus, she literally says, you get nothing but air. And it's just, oh, it's so good. So good. So that tune is by KLP. It's called Air, and it's the Hydraulics remix. Check it out. Wait, hold, don't go anywhere. I have to save it. Okay, we're good. All right, last one for me. This one's like like an alien came down from space and like hit the decks. <laughs> this is an alien noise. This is not of this earth. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> There's a subtle stutter on on those vocals. That track I particularly love because in music theory, there is this little map called the Camelot notation. It's the wheel of all the keys that the music is written in and the major and minor scales. So this song is written in 9A key, an E minor scale. 
major scale music is generally considered as happy music, whereas minor scale music is considered as sad music. The lyrics of this song mixed with, as, as you call the alien sound, like the scale that it's written in, is just, I think the song is hella sexy. You took the word out of my mouth. Yeah. This is sexy. Uh, yeah. Definitely go check out the whole thing. I surely will. Wow, this is so fun. We have to do this segment again. So that one is KDA and Tinash. It's called Just Say, and it's actually a Moby remix. He's one of the, the OG electronic dance music artists. He's been around for forever. Anywho, I'm excited to hear your sounds and what you dug up in the crates. This is one, a disco lines one. This is a nice noise that pops up in a couple songs. The first one I'm going to do is Restless bones i have like little <laughs> descriptions for each one this sound is like if a saxophone in the beach had a baby <laughs> okay i love that you've uh, <laughs> described what yes, what this yes. sound is you said it was a sax on the beach <laughs> i feel it I, yeah that's that's a good descriptor i like that noise and then he does it again in All I Want Is You. Slightly different. Yeah, he brought the octave down. Yeah. I like that noise. I hope it pops up in more of his songs. I like it too. So wait, are both of these sounds a saxophone on the beach? Just one's in the daytime, one's at night? No, the second one's like a tuba in the beach had a baby. Ah, I see, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Second one is Shockface. This is a song I have played on the pod called Metanoia. This is like the sound that plays as the Avengers bust into IHOP after a long night of fighting crime. <laughs> to eat a crepe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does IHOP have crepes? Oh, hell yeah. They have everything there at the International House of Pancakes. They have it all. Like, what the heck? Mm -mm. Imagine Thor, like, kicking the door down. Give me some scrambled eggs! <laughs> Another song that Shockface has, Quicksand. Oh, yeah. Similar, like, that bassy sound. Shockface is just getting naughty with this one. Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Ooh, that one is kind of melty. <laughs> All right, this one is courtesy of Abstract, who I think should get a lot more credit in this EDM space. Abstract is making some very high-quality noises, and we don't talk about them that much, but this is a song called Vision, and this sound, it's like when Kevin McAllister is at the toy store going ham at the giant piano, but like maybe he's <laughs> an alien, I'm not sure. Ooh, fuck it up. Hey. Ooh, that did it. At one forty six, he does it again here, and it's so nice. He goes up. <laughs> I love 
love Habstract. What a fun guy, huh? The first time I saw him live was at EDCO 2019, and we had never heard of him before. Ooh, what a treat. That's awesome. We, we were just like getting like food, and we heard him playing. We're like, what is that? And we like went back, and we saw like the last little bit of his set, and yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I'm hooked now. Oh, yeah. His mixing skills are really spot on, too. He is super talented. This one's called Vision. It just came out at the start of February of this year. Go give us some love, people. And we got one more sound to take us home. This actually comes straight out of my first drop of the week from episode one of the Plurality Podcast. I remember. This is, of course, Resistance by Black Tiger Sex Machine, Heritage, and Hyro the Hero. The sound is like... Like Optimus Prime did a little too much pre-workout before his violin recital. <laughs> <laughs> hey. This song has so many noises. Proceed with caution. So that's that. We done did it. Episode 20 of the Plurality Podcast. Signed, sealed, delivered. This song is called Curry Drinker. Dejemba Dejemba remix. Jemba Jemba. Thanks for coming. Little Plurabies for staying with us during this journey. We are now past 20 episodes. I want to say to the Plurabies, anybody listening really... 10 months ago when we started, 20 episodes was like the number in my head where I was like, whew, that just seems so far away. But if we could get there, this just feels real. It's real now, baby. <laughs> Episode 40. What's the vibe going to be? Episode 40. Oh, shit. You just got to keep pushing the goalposts, right? Well, at that point, 50, right? Because 50 is like... We get to 50 episodes? Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to make you a certificate. I'm going to make you a trophy. We'll take a picture with our <laughs> spoils. Put a bow tie on. I tied seven bow ties a couple weeks ago for a wedding that I wasn't even in. To be fair, I didn't know how to do it before watching a YouTube video. But none of the idiots had any interest or capability of doing it themselves. So now I'm joining you in the club of people who know how to tie a bow tie. There you go. Little tips and tricks for those who don't. Yes, watch a YouTube video. Secondly, don't start practicing on your neck. If you like really want to perfect the knot first, do it on your knee. Because that is generally the same like size as your neck. So you can like practice doing the knot and then do it on your neck. So you can like perfect it. Your, your wisdom just abounds every day. <laughs> every time we do this. I was super into like menswear before I got more into streetwear. Like I was all about menswear for women's bodies. I love that. I love that niche. Love that vibe. But now I'm just like, everything should be genderless. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm really leaning into like just the baggy clothes these days. I'm just trying to be comf. Absolutely. Also, you would look great in a crop top. <laughs> Should I work that into my E Forest uh, outfit? I think you should. It would look good with your uh, ducky overalls. Yeah, that would be a good combo. Just take a picture, send it to Brandon, see if he likes it. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
The shade. <laughs> no shade. I love Brandon. He cracks me up. No, I'm kidding. He is very funny and persistent. Persistent's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to eat your almonds. But like almond milk uses a lot of water, so careful with that. But if you're just eating the raw almond, that's okay. That's great for you. Good for your heart. Munch, 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 munch. You can catch us on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok at PluralityPod. And if you liked the music you heard in this episode, head over to Spotify, search E-Mood, and there you will find playlists from every episode with all the tunes that we played, in addition to the wonderful revival playlist that Moody puts together. Facts! And now is the part of the show where Moody sends us home with a beautiful message. All right, I'm going to say peace, love, and Miami Music Week, because by the time people are listening to this, they'll be almost getting ready to head over to Miami for Ultra and Ooh. all of the hella awesome parties that happen throughout the, the week. Have fun, y'all. Hell yeah, have fun, be safe, don't do anything stupid. Or just, like, contain your stupid if you do. <laughs> <laughs> Blurbies, we love you. Thank you for being here. We'll talk to you soon, like in two weeks. See you very soon on episode 21. What the heck? 21. Hey, Moody, what's 9 plus 10? 19. No, it's 21. What? Have you seen this video? No. Oh my gosh. Sometimes I forget we're like kind of a different generation. <laughs>